Welcome to Aim For More, the podcast for people who do not want to settle for an average life. Hi, I'm Vicky. I'm a mindset coach, and I created this podcast to empower you to create yourself an unstoppable life. Hi there. Welcome to Aim For More. Today's episode is about unsolicited advice. And I'm really excited to share um, my thoughts on this with you. And I really hope you stay uh, till the end. I'll give you an example from my personal life as well. So now if you don't know what unsolicited advice is, very simply, it's when you give advice to people when they didn't ask for it or when you receive uh, advice and you didn't ask for it and you didn't want it. So the intention behind this is usually very positive right? It comes from a place of altruism. The people just offer their advice because they think that they can help. They want to make your life easier. Maybe it's something that they think would work perfectly in your situation. So they're going to make suggestions on how to improve your life, reduce your stress. And I mean, especially if you come to them talking about a problem or if you show up at work or at a gathering looking sad, anxious, or angry, etc. So these people just want to help. It can also come from a place of like friendliness. You know, giving advice often helps to forge a connection. And, um, you know, friends, they just assume that they can help you by offering solutions. Even if you didn't ask for one. Even if you did not ask for one. Sometimes it can come from excitement too, you know? It, it comes from those people who have found something that works for them and they just can't wait to share it with the world. They see your situation as a perfect fit for this piece of wisdom that made a positive impact on their life. And they share it because they wish someone had told them about it sooner. And it's also common for people who faced a similar challenge that what you're facing to offer solutions, advice, Um, because they assume that their solution will benefit you in the same way. So they're just, they can't wait to share it with you. And I'm saying this, but we're all guilty of this. I could have read this whole thing saying, I, I know I give unsolicited advice all the time. And I think it's even more dangerous uh, when you're coaching because you're able to justify this behavior. You're saying, oh, this person literally paid me for my advice. And that is not true. They paid you for coaching not for advice. And even when it's not a question of coaching, when it's just you out with a friend, a colleague, or a family member, I realize that when we rapidly want to fix a situation or or make a person feel better, it's actually rarely about them. Most of the time, it's about us. We are uncomfortable seeing the other person in pain, seeing someone crying or seeing someone expressing vulnerability. We are uncomfortable with it. So we just want to put a band-aid on it. We don't fully understand what the person is going through. And we just tell them things like, oh, it's going to be okay. Or, you know, you'll survive. Or I had an aunt who lost her dog two, three years ago. It was awful. Because we're just trying to help. So when it comes to coaching or being a good listener, remember that this situation is not about you, it's about them. And you can never fully understand what is going on in their head. They are the experts of their problematic. 
even if it isn't the intention, giving advice can make people feel invalidated, criticized, or even judged. It's totally acceptable to ask them what they need or how you can help them. It's also perfect to just be with that person. Listen. Remember that it is their pain, not yours. Be present. That's usually the best thing you can do if someone around you is going through something, isn't feeling at their top. Just be present. On another note, I think that telling the people around you how you process your emotions is crucial. For me, I need to I need to feel the emotion. I need to take the time to identify it, to name it, to process it and you know and see how this this emotion visiting me is useful and wait before I take action or start moving again or make a decision. And at first my partner did not know this. So whenever I started crying, he would low key panic come to me, try to fix me. He would try to rationalize the situations. He would say sentence like, it's going to be okay. And he would try to distract me with something else. And I know it came from a good intention, but it made me feel like he didn't trust my ability to overcome a difficult situation on my own. It made me feel like my emotions weren't valid, like I wasn't allowed to be mad or sad in that moment. And I know... His desire to help was probably more about his discomfort of seeing me being emotional than my emotions. So we had a good discussion about this. And now when he sees me crying, he might ask what I need or actually just give me some space to process it. I'll give you an example. Last summer, we went on a three-week road trip. And on the last day, I started crying in the car on the, during the drive back. I was sad that our vacation was over and that's okay. I'm allowed to be sad. I won't be sad forever. I just needed to feel that sadness for a second. And my partner held my hand. He didn't try to coach me or give me advice and he didn't judge me. It was a beautiful moment. All that because we have amazing communication. So how do you feel? when other people around you are emotional? Does that make you nervous, uncomfortable, grateful? And what does that say about your own way to process your emotions? How do you process your emotions? Do you like to debrief with other people or do you prefer to do it on your own? Thank you so much for listening and I'm going to leave you to these Good questions, and I hope you create yourself a wonderful day.